on the last episode of Dice Funk. We just kind of named this ship back when we thought the voice was helping us. Would it cheer you up if we called this ship the Violet 2? If we survive, we can call it the Violet 2. But um, Butternut Squash uh, Unicorn is not dead. She was transformed into a ghost. If you guys get Alona's Bane, I can get you there. The bad news is whoever we have to get the material from is probably not going to survive the spell. Can you just keep an eye on Cherry? She had one of her episodes. That's what happened to our, our beholder. Your eye, Lita. It comes from the planes of Allah resides from. And I have true sight and x-ray vision. Using it as part of the spell, it will likely kill you. When the time comes, you do what you need to do. Violet presses all the buttons at the same time. Portal ho! Dad, can we move here? (laughs) Yeah, you know where Welch is because that's where you got portaled from. I was just in here looking for stuff and she came here and then she turned into one of you and I point at Elias and then she left. Back to the ship. But, I mean, some of us are orcs and drow and kobolds and gnolls, which would make that hard. The other option, land the airships of Zavala on the Autumn Palace. Violet, we're all counting on you. Oh, great. Vehicle proficiency check? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's a five. Four robed Eladrin fire enormous spells at you. When you say at you, do you mean the ship or me? And the ship begins to come apart as you bring it down on the roof of the Autumn Palace. So we're not going to talk about me rubbing my butt off against Elijah Wood then. Oh, I did want to hear that story. It sounds more like a word funk story, but I'll hear it now if Austin is okay with it. No, I'm okay. Let's get <laughs> right to the D&D. <laughs> so at the end of the last session, you guys had entered the portal into the Feywild. After checking Welch's lair and finding only a witness to her arrival and departure, you made your way towards Mithrandain, the Eladrin city, and then Violet made the decision to go into it as fast as possible to try to stop Welch from doing whatever she is doing and rolled a five vehicle proficiency to try to land on the Autumn Palace, the capital building where all the important stuff for our purposes in Mithrandane are, at which point four Eladrin, presumably the Archmages, Sildiel and Elias would recognize them, mm-hmm. uh, took to the roof and shot the Zavala out of the sky. And as we begin this session, the airship Zavala is a fireball coming apart and slamming into the roof of the Autumn Palace. Okay. How much time do I have? I should have asked that. <laughs> do I have two seconds or do I have like 20 seconds to do something? I don't think you have 20 seconds. Okay. I, I want to hear all of your cool ideas for how you don't die. <laughs> I have six ideas, but I want to do the worst one. Because I feel like Violet would not have thought of the five that are doable. Let's hear it. Let's just explore this space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my... Might as well, might as well we'll start at the bottom so we can work our way up. Yes, and... Oh, uh, her worst idea um, would, would probably only save her and one other person. She would shoot a harpoon into the side of the palace, cut the rope behind her so that it's no longer attached to the ship, swing through a window like Tarzan John McClane... The downside of this is that if I botch, 
uh, Violet falls to her doom, as if anyone who, who is holding on to her. But if she makes the check, whatever it is, she's still crashing through glass, and the rope is only supported by a ship that is coming apart in, as Austin just said, less than 20 seconds. So... That's the worst idea I have. Well, hang on. Are we are we doing that right now? No, wait, wait, no, wait. No, we did not all. We did not all decide that we're doing this. Every, everybody's going to get their own chance to employ okay their idea. You're all acting independently. This is all bullet time. Everyone's doing okay whatever they can to save their own lives. I think you were just saying your worst idea to enter. Say, hey, this was an idea I had. I'm not going to do it. Okay, that's fine. But what I'm saying, my good ideas, like your, my some of my better ideas, were to that to ask Drop to slow fall to the roof and grab onto him, or ask Elias to fade jump with her because he can fade jump with a passenger, or use the fade jump cloak to get to the roof. I was going to ask this question: fade jump. Yeah, because I have the coat, I can do it too. But it brings us to the Fey Wild, which we are in. However, mm. I will point out that in fourth edition design and such. The way it would work for Aladrin in the Feywild is basically they're stepping into the material plane and then oh, back okay, into the Feywild. Right. That's that's what I assumed. It would, it would be opposite day, basically. The spell is actually called Misty Step. We've just right. flavored it Fey Step. Oh, right. My my first prostitute was named Misty Step. That's great. My uh, <laughs> those are my those are my three good ideas and my one bad idea. My two just okay ideas were that Violet would use her mighty strength to rip off the sails and use them as a parachute. Mm-hmm. Also, she could just ask Elias to use Tensor's floating disc. We would all squeeze onto it, and he can move it apparently, and that would make us not dead. Although that seems like a very very tight squeeze. And those are all my ideas. I feel like Violet would do the worst one though. Anything that involves talking to each other is going to be. Very, very difficult because the ship exploded. That's a fireball. Everyone has a couple seconds to, like, do something. So we're on our own. You could theoretically have something nonverbal. Like, if Violet wanted to, like, run and just pick up somebody and jump. Like, I don't don't recommend that, but that's theoretically totally possible. That would not work. So in in all fairness, based on, like, the, the scenario Austin is giving us, I think she would do the worst idea. All right. Which is uh, shoot a harpoon into the side of the palace, cut the rope, uh, swing... And try to get into a window and hurt herself very badly. Or die. Mm-hmm. Um, and fall. So what were the checks I would have to make in order to do that? Uh, so that's going to be a dexterity check to do to run over it, load it, and fire it before you die. If anybody else's plan involves Violet, you may be able to save her from this bad plan. So if that, <laughs> if that is the case, you can speak up now. If not, we'll move from person to person. Okay, well then I'm gonna I'm gonna do my check to run over to the harpoon and l- at least fire it. Okay, my, it's just a just a uh, base uh, dexterity check. No, like um. Okay, see if this will even I could even get this started. It might not even it might I might botch it right away. I'm crying on the inside already. Oh. Crit! <laughs> I crit the fuck out of it. I nail it perfectly. I I shot I shot exactly where I'm supposed to shoot in order for me to let get there, but now I probably have to take another check in order to swing and not die. I love this, Violet's like I got a five to keep everybody safe, but now that we're all in mortal peril, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna be perfect over here. Bye. I'm gonna commit vandalism and save myself. <laughs> all right, so I, I I hit it perfectly. It, it, that means in my mind, that means I've shot it at just the perfect length that if I swing, I do hit a window, but I still, I assume, have to make another dexterity check to not fall off? Never assume, okay? Okay, I know. But you should, Austin, you Austin, should let the crit just rule itself. All right. <laughs> so let's take a sidestep real quick. Violet, with the, per- with the perfect crit, you run over, you're loading the cannon, you're firing it. Mm-hmm. Who else is acting during this time, and what do you do? Who wants to go next with describing how they get out of the sticky situation? 
or burning situation, as it were. Uh, I guess I'll... My idea's dumb and bad and probably won't work, but... <laughs> Do it first, because that might modify what Elias and or Drop does Okay, then. my idea was to have an unseen servant grab the sails so that Hunter and I could parachute down because I don't have anything else useful. <laughs> oh, that's cute. You've only used the unseen servant once, I think, to create a distraction yeah. during the Tiger Mountains arc, but you can make a little invisible guy. Yeah. I even wrote a song about him. Oh. Oh. Well, we have to do it now. Yeah, that definitely gives you inspiration. Tell me the unseen servant song. Okay. Like an unseen servant. Climbing up the ship to get me the sails. That was it. <laughs> was that? That was Rhinestone Cowboy, yes. Still good. Very good. Okay. So four beams hit the ship. It just starts exploding and coming apart. You whip out your lyre and start jamming, and then an invisible spirit floats up and starts ripping a strip of sail down. Uh, Hunter, the Kuatoa, is like wrapped around your leg, like a Conan the Barbarian cover or something. Um, while this happens so next person Elias do you have a good plan because I'm I I have good resistance to falling the last two of you are in amazing positions because you can you can teleport but I am also very good at falling Mm -hmm. yeah I was gonna do something that was gonna screw up Violet's plan (laughs) (laughs) okay I crit okay (laughs) can you just let me have this (laughs) um no (laughs) <laughs> if you put her to sleep, I swear no, to no, God. No, 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 no. It's better than that. It's better than that. Oh, great. When he sees Violet starting to grab a rope and start to swing off the ship, he's going to run off towards her, dive off the side of the ship, grab onto Violet, and then face step with her out of the way of crashing to the window to land on the nearest sort of placing on the roof in a very rough sort of landing, but still not crashing through a window to the capital building of his home city. All right, so you you can do that without making any checks. Um, <laughs> I just want to confirm that's what you're doing. Yes, this this also, by the way, prevents Violet from needing to succeed on another check to go through the window correctly. A hundred percent. Yeah, this will keep Violet from being in any danger. The only reason I'm asking, besides the fact that I know it annoys Leon, is that there are thirteen people on this ship. Yeah. So every choice about what you do is also a choice about what you do for other people. So I just want to make sure these are all locked in. Like, uh, like if I can just uh, say something real quick. If Elias grabs Violet and Faye jumps and you know, teleports uh, them both to you know the roof, that definitely saves us. It does not save other people. Yeah. You might want to save someone else and let Violet take her chances, but that's your call. Because Violet, you appara- apparently you're tackling her from behind, so I can't stop you. And I feel like the only people that we need to worry about are... Kay, Tusk, and Joan, because uh, Sildiel can face up and Chance can float. Wait, are you are you telling me that Kay, Bird Sheriff, yeah, can't fly? Yeah, they can't fly. No, he cannot fly. And in fact, part of Kenku's entire identity as a race is that they're um, flightless. Yes, but um, there's a specific word I'm looking for. Salty is the only thing that's coming to mind. They have a complex. Yes, in their mythology, like they used to be able to have, they used to have flight, and they, they don't, they don't anymore. So that again, for, an inferiority complex, basically. Oh, oh, they've been stripped of something they see ma- as magnificent. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, you know, oh I would have treated Sheriff K much better if I knew that he was. Now I feel bad. <laughs> as Jop jumps, he's like, "Oh, you can fly, right?" 
<laughs> what do you mean, no? Okay, so what? So if um, Elias does grab Violet, then we are basically definitely sacrificing a few peep of our friends. All right, well, um, I'm going to say that Drop has been hanging out close to um, Shayathane. Oh yeah, her too. For the whole voyage. So once it starts to come apart, he taps Shayathane on the back and says, take anyone you can mm-hmm. and get to safety. Uh, as in to like, you know, help slow fall or, you know, heft and jump because Shayathane's probably the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And by probably, I mean, Shayathane is the shit. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't have access to uh, her stats. She is your master, and Drop is very good, so. <laughs> he's he's a good sad boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so actually, I like this a lot, because I imagine once it started popping off, <laughs> Joan turns to Sylvia like, oh, you're going to teleport me, right? But then, then Lita's there, and it's, like, really awkward, <laughs> because Sylvia can only teleport one person. And if she teleported Joan, that would mean Joan's leaving Lita behind, which is not a great scene. But then Shayathane runs up, and she can slow fall, and she can grab somebody. So they actually complement each other perfectly. Shayathane goes for Joan? Shayathane knows Lita because they were in the yeah. in the mountain together. So, yeah, yeah. so Shayathane scoops up Lita and jumps. Sildiel grabs Joan, and they teleport together like they've done a thousand times, and those four NPCs are safe. Uh, Chance casts Levitate on himself, and he's going to scoop up the lightest person he sees, which I think would be Dr. Sherry, who is is very large. She's a, a female knoll, and female hyenas are bigger, but she's also kind of sickly and emaciated. She's been trapped in a cave without food for a while. so She has some sandwiches. <laughs> she's very full of sandwiches. But the point is that Tusk and Sheriff K are large men, so they're the last two whose fates are in jeopardy because the unseen servant pulls down uh, enough sail. Oh no. For Lavinia and Oh no. Hunter to sky to hang glide. Yeah, but I think the other two would probably be kind of heavy to like parachute anyway. I mean, knowing Lavinia, she'd probably offer like, "Come on, dad." And he would just like look at it and be like, he would just shake his head sadly and be like, "Go ahead, honey." He's too beef. Oh no. Oh no. All right. So so Tusk, oh my god. So Drop has a choice between an orc who has treated him mostly nothing but cordially. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, who's been super nice to him, except for, like, the one time where there was the confession that it was like, hey, I might have got your whole war troop killed. And Tusk, like, punched him straight in the jaw. That makes sense, though. And then uh, Sheriff K who dropped him <laughs> off a boat because and left him Because he taunted him about his daughter's death. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? You taunted him about his daughter's death. Who dropped him off a boat <laughs> and left him to die in the face of uncomfortable truths. I feel like the choice is clear here. In a taunting manner. <laughs> oh, I don't know. In response to threatening manner. I don't know. I don't know. This is hard. This is a great 10 seconds of bullet time we've been doing these past 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I really, I'm really into it. I... <laughs> but the sails are magic, so couldn't we blow up to help them keep us afloat? So technically, couldn't he still do it? If there's, if there's nothing for the sails to hold to? The sails are magic. They <laughs> amplify the wind. But let's say it's 10 times. 10 times your breath okay, is I know. not enough to lift a... It's also, it's also just really unfortunate that we've characterized these two characters as very large. 
But yeah, so this, this, the shot is Lavinia runs over with her sail to her father, who shakes his head sadly, and then just takes her firmly and pushes her. He pushes you to the edge and says, I love you. You'll make it off, Dad. I love you too. Hold on tight. Wee. He picks you up and kind of throws you up to help you catch the wind as Hunter oh. hangs off of you. Probably blubbering. Yeah. And at the same time, Violet, you shoot your spear into the mm-hmm. side of the Autumn Palace and you begin swinging. Elias grabs onto your back and right as you go through a glass window, which would shred you, he teleports you onto the roof and you are both okay. perfectly safe. Everybody who's teleporting makes it. And then it's just drop Tusk and Sheriff K in bullet time as the ship goes down. Violet says, I did it. <laughs> Are any of them close to the couldn't couldn't tusk or K harpoon use the harpoon rope to go into the window? Uh, Violet specifically cut it so that no one could follow her. That was part. Oh, of, she already cut it. Uh, that was part of Leon's instructions. Yeah, the, it wouldn't really swing right if if it was like stuck in there, like it's a like a line. We'd have to like crawl through it. All right. Okay. Drop is gonna run over. Uh, which one of the two is bigger, tusk or K? I'm imagining Tusk is probably bigger. Yes, if only because of the bone density issue. Yeah. Birds have hollow bones and orcs do not. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Drop is going to run over to Sheriff K, whip his coat off, put it over top of him, mm-hmm. over top of Sheriff K, and say, focus over there, <laughs> um, as if to instruct him to fey jump near where Lavinia is landing. You'll go there, just do it. And then he's going to run back to Tusk. He's going to move Tusk to the edge of the, the, the ship and say, hold on to me. And he's going to jump with Tusk. <laughs> Tusk first thinks you're like taking him to a warrior's like suicide, like you're going out on your own terms. And he's like, yes. And he draws both of his swords out. Like he's just going to go down, just swinging at nothing. <laughs> then your guy's descent slows. And he's like, gets a little bit of a disappointed look on his face. Like, Oh, man. Then I'm like, take a moment, go, don't worry, we got plenty of time for bloodshed. (laughs) Um, And everybody uh, who made it safe, you watch as the airship Zavala loses all structural integrity and becomes a meteor shower of flaming metal. And you see the last figure, the Cardinal Kenku, Sheriff Keenan, as a speck as he leaps off and then burst of magic as he disappears. But he does not appear on the roof next to you. And then... The meteor shower hits. Dexterity save everybody. Violet has danger sense, which means advantage to dexterity saves. So I get to roll twice. Nice. 15 for drop. Natural 20 on the dex save for Elias. Nice. 23. Yeah, I will say, Elias, with your crit, you can help somebody else if you want. I have twenty. I have 23 and a 9, so 23 is fine. Yeah, 23, 23, 25, and 15. You guys all not only are perfectly safe, but you help everyone else. You do some dramatic duck and cover stuff as flaming metal rains down onto the Autumn Palace. The four Eladrin, who shot your ship down, who are standing in formation across the roof from you, raise their staffs and a shield of force appears over them as they stand stoically in the middle of this meteor shower. They do not look phased at all. There are four of these people, two men, two women. They are old, even for Eladrin, which is one of the oldest <laughs> normal races. Right. Normal? Playable races. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was trying to think of a way to say like traditional, like non monster, but I couldn't come up with words. Anyway, uh Sildiel and Elias would know these people. Um there's four spots in the Archmage Council. Each of them had different qualifications. Like one's the oldest, one is the most magical, one is the richest. There there's a kind of a mixed government to get the most qualified people in there. And the other is really good at the hokey pokey. <laughs> the other one might be lottery, like he has the best luck. <laughs> But there's two men, two women. They're all thousands and thousands of years above all of you. And you've seen even with a single magical attack, they can bring an airship down. They each have a staff. They look like a combination of wood and metal. And they're kind of color-coded. There's a red one, a blue one, a yellow one, and a white one. And they just look at you guys. And as the, the raining, fiery metal stops, the barrier goes down. And they stand there staring at you judgmentally um the autumn palace did not survive this unscathed you guys have just seriously damaged this building great drop drop is immediately going to uh put himself in a slightly penitent position (laughs) physically Mm -hmm. uh he understands the concept of authority uh and he knows he's out of uh, his land and is 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 an outsider so he's going to probably get down on his knees uh, still a little spry, and like unthreateningly put his hands somewhere <laughs> and wait for somebody else to speak. Shayathan joins you. I, all the NPCs are collecting themselves. If one of the player characters wants to start this exchange, that would be ideal. Elias will basically, after kind of dealing with the barrage of shrapnel landing on the on the palace, he sort of you know glances to the archmages, assumes the appropriate honorific sort of motion towards them and greets them in elven accordingly as you know your your you know your graces i i i deeply and re- regretfully apologize for for what just happened here we 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 lost control your graces the woman with the yellow staff steps forward and says disarm yourselves throw all your weapons down i like that Oh, drop throws his weapon down. Elias looks. Elias looks to Violet expectantly. Violet says, "Um, are we seriously doing this? I thought we're here to punch." These are the art mages, Violet. Yeah, you saw what they did to the. You, they saw what they did to your ship. They could do the same to you and worse. All right. Violet like puts her sort of way. She's like fine. No, no, you have to put it on the ground. You have to disarm yourself. Yeah, they ge- right. she gestures for you to throw them on the ground in front of you. Then Elias follows suit with disarming himself. Is everybody following directions? Mm-hmm. If if everyone does it, then Violet does it, because uh, she is not the leader when she's not on the ship. <laughs> As, that, is, that is the rule that yep. I've established. Totally disarmed. So now you'll never be the leader, because there's no more ships for you. Oh yeah, they're done. <laughs> As you guys begin to, to disarm yourselves, you hear Lita talking to Joan, and she says, these elves are just as smug as you always said. Oh my god. And Joan laughs and says, yes, I know, but uh, we, we need their help. Uh, this does not look good for us. And Lita says, or, I mean, I think we could take them. You, you take the one on the right, I'll take the one on the left. Violet, you get the ugly one. Violet, Violet perks up, like, ooh. Elias will Elias will shoot a glance to Lita and Joan, basically give him sort of like a a, a sort of uh, pleading look. Um, he, actually, here's a good way to put it: This would be the first time that Joan has ever seen Elias actually be scared. 
ever since she's seen him. Yeah, and I think Joan is visibly shaken. Yeah. That you're scared. Oh. And so you guys finish disarming, and the three archmages who didn't address you start collecting your guys' belongings. Um, did does Ziggy's staff technically count as a weapon? That's a very good question. You will die if they take that from you. Exactly. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. And they look like they want it. Yeah. One of them holds out his hand for it. Uh, uh, Elias will then raise a hand and say, please don't. The dryad will perish if you take the staff away from her. Violet whimpers like a little dog. If she, if she does anything untowards, I will shoulder any and all punishment that would otherwise be placed upon her. That archmage looks back to the one with the yellow staff who's doing all the talking and uh, make a persuasion roll. Okay. Yellow boy's the leader. It's good to know. If we kill the leader, <laughs> the rest of us. It's the, the the one with the yellow staff is a woman, for the record. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Then we kill her. 18. Oh, that's pretty good. So the yellow one just waves dismissively and says, she's no threat. Certainly am not. <laughs> and so the archmage uh, that was trying to take your staff relents and lets you keep it. You see, what, what listeners don't know is that the Mithrandane Council had a talk just last week um, in closed doors about the threat of hugs. <laughs> and it was very low. <laughs> just as it looks like you guys have surrendered yourselves and submitted, roaring up onto the roof, bursting through the hatch where the Archmages came through, is a very large, very coat-wearing Kenku. Oh, thank God. <laughs> who is brandishing a bow and arrow and begins wildly pointing it at everyone as he yells, Vinny! Vinny! Dad, drop it! Drop it, Dad! <laughs> drop your bow! Dad, drop it! Dad, drop it! Or... <laughs> Lita yells, shoot the ugly one! Dad! Drop it! I mean, he's your dad. You don't have to roll to persuade him. He does. He drops it and raises his hands. Who's the dad now? <laughs> You're the dad now, dog. <laughs> oh my that was just said out loud <laughs> um, so the three archmages who ha don't have speaking roles uh, are pointing their stabs at you and they're kind of rounding you guys up in a little group Sheriff K gets added they don't take his coat they don't know it's magic and they're kind of leading you at staff point towards the hatch that he just came through and everyone to say or do anything as that happens yeah, Drop is going to whisper to Kay, You dropped me off a boat. I saved your life. I'm getting that coat back. He says, Yeah, it's a little small, I'm going to be honest. It's, <laughs> I got I got a bicep situation going on right now that I'm not super happy with, but... I, I know, bro. Your lats are amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have this fashion discussion. And as you walk by the yellow staffed archmage, she just regards you with a dismissive look as you are marched past her. And Lita once again just yells, nice face. <laughs> Damn. This is great. Violet like is briefly tempted to just try to throw one of them off the roof, mm -hmm. but sort of like controls herself a little bit. Drop is going to channel his wisdom. Mm-hmm his high wisdom score, yeah. and say, I know we made a horrible entrance, but you need to be suspicious of newcomers. We would not have come so brashly if there wasn't an emergency. So you're appealing to the yellow-staffed archmage? Yeah. She just starts laughing. I hate her. I hate her so much. 
All right, perception on the yellow... Wait, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> perception check on the yellow archmage, then. In fact, I want to do that, too. Can we all do that? Yeah. I was saying, or insight would pro- would be applicable in this case. Per- insight, then? They're the same score for me, so... I have negative two to insight, so that's not good. Four. <laughs> Five. All right, so Elias, Lavinia, and Violet just accept their fate and are starting to be marched away. But Drop, you are just, you're getting a weird vibe off of her, and Lita just keeps calling her names in a really weird way. <laughs> and, like, something's not adding up. Oh, shit. So drop drop is gonna drop is gonna roll up against Lita and just be like whisper. Your Zavala eye sees something different, doesn't it? Different than what? What? What do you mean? That's a hag, isn't it? Yeah, the ugly chick. Yeah. Can Violet hear this? We are whispering as quietly as I possibly can manage. Elias just sort of has like the light bulb moment. Uh, breaks the uh, whispering, points to the yellow one, just screams, Welch. <laughs> So, so dispensing with subtlety, I see. I want to. I want to do something here. Once, once uh, Violet realizes this, I want to do a strength check on. Um, oh God! On who is obviously Welch? Okay, so all the other three archmages are all loaded down, carrying your guys' stuff. Oh, I know. This is this isn't a, a sword strength check. I'm trying to get some. Okay, so Elias turns and goes Welch, and then Violet just runs and tries to tackle her. No, I'm trying to rip rip rip, rip her staff off. I want it. We need it. I'm taking it. So a lot's going on. So you, I know <laughs> you run, you have the you, so you acted quickly. So you have the jump. You just start running. You start booking. Mm-hmm. This is good. <laughs> Can I strength check her, or am I? Do I have to roll something else to get there first? You guys were almost led down the hatch, so there's like some ground to cover. So make a dexterity saving throw as you're running across, because she definitely aims and shoots at you. Okay. Well, I get I get two of those. So um, plus plus five. It's a DC fourteen dexterity. Come on, Leon. I believe in you. You 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 have a good chance of making this, dude. So just roll it. I have advantage, so on dexterity, so thirteen, wow. fourteen, 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 fourteen hits, which means you're going to take half damage because that's the way the spell works. That's fine. Cool. Hit hit me with your best shot. Oh, twenty three or twenty two. I forget if we're going down or or. That's so much. Half. So twenty two. Okay, all right. I, I forget if we round up or round up down on those. Okay, sorry. So you take 22 damage as a lightning bolt lances by you. That's fine. You dodge out of the way. It singes you badly, but you get up in her grill. I'm thirty. I'm at 36 uh, hit points. Can I try to grab, grab her staff away? That's the thing we need, right? Yeah. Okay. So she is a hag, a kind of magical small lady. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I'm going for. It. Yeah, and she is not prepared for this. Ready? You go first. Strength tech plus three. All right. If I lose to a hag. Can I roll to, like, just mess with Welch? <laughs> yeah, I say psych. Just to, like, you know, <laughs> kick her in the shin or the knee or be like, hey, a distraction! You guys are still in this crowd with the Archmages, and once Violet starts running, they all drop your stuff and they start going everywhere. Uh oh, SpaghettiOs, Domino's style. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just, like, a huge, like, wave of your guys' stuff as they turn to point their staffs. First at Violet, but then when you guys, I assume, start going for your stuff, they're going to turn them on you. So they're... I'm not going through any stuff. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any stuff to go through. Oh, yeah. You're a punch boy. My weapons are my life. <laughs> I had no weapons. 20! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is not great. <laughs> I take, her, I take, this, I, I take the, the, the one item that we need to win, and then I just like kind of shrug her off. 
And I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers right now, Leon, the one item that is maintaining the glamour that has her looking like an Eladrin. Yeah, so a bunch of stuff happens all at once. Violet, you grab (laughs) Alona's Bane, which looks like the rest of their Archmage staffs, but as soon as you grab it and yank it out of her hands with all of your barbarian strength, it switches back. It's a metal rod with Violet's unicorn horn on top with a crack in it that's leaking blue fire. Mm Mm-hmm. Welch actually goes sprawling because you basically rip her almost off her feet as you take it out of her hands. Cool. And when she hits the ground, she, the glamour drops. She looks like a hag, which she is, okay. which we discussed is kind of a terrifying folkloric old magic lady, a witch species. A really, a really like damp old lady. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and yet a damp and yet hasn't had a shower. Mm. Greasy. In like... She's greasy. At least a couple of months. <laughs> this is the greasiest supervillain. But something surprising happens, which is the other three archmages don't immediately go, what the hell? Yeah. They still turn and they go to fire on you guys. They're just going to start shooting into the t- crowd of the 12 of you. Can we tell them, hey, look, look at her. Look, she's bad. Look. <laughs> or do we have no time for this? Violet points. It says, look, look, it's, it's, it's bad. She's bad. She's a hag. She's not. She's not one of you. She's bad. This is for a drop. Uh oh. Does it hit your AC? Uh, eighteen. Yeah. Yes. Elias. A twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty. Yeah. Then it then it does hit his AC, even if he uses shield. And Lavinia. No. Boom. We got two damages coming right quick. They they don't have Alona's bane, so it's not as powerful. Okay, great. That that makes me feel way better. And also, it's not. <laughs> this isn't a saving throw. These are just regular attacks. Um. Okay. Twenty-one to drop. And tw- 21 to Elias. Okay. As they fire almost point blank into you guys. Then the NPCs start going wild. There's 12 of you. There's three of them. Uh, Sildiel picks up her sword. Lita puts, puts her glove back on. Sheriff K picks up his bow and arrow. But it's about to get wet and wild on this roof, guys. <laughs> yeah. So blades and spells are just start flying. If you guys want to role play, what happens? Because Welch is kind of at your feet, uh-huh. Violet. You have Alona's bane as she hits the ground in front of you. So. Pick her up. I can't. I I can't like explain like like. The, um, do they see that she's a hag now, or do they not see that she's a hag? Oh, now? they yeah, they see it. They just don't care. It's a good question. Okay. While NPCs are going on the dudes. Mm-hmm. Vinny is gonna try to detect thoughts to see if one of, if they're like mind controlled or some shit. Oh yeah, you still have the staff, so yeah, you're good. So you just slap a hand on the closest archmage, yeah, and cast detect thoughts. Yeah. When you when you turn the spell detect thoughts on, you just get a, a flashing a jump scare image of Welch's face. <laughs> Guys, they're mind controlled, and then with uh, the same hand on the same mage, I'm gonna cast remove curse. That would work. Yeah. Uh, as soon as your hand flares with remove curse, uh, that archmage crumples to the ground like a puppet with its strings cut. All right. Am I thinking stomp the hag? Is she, I mean, is she prone or is she, like, I'm just trying to get an image in my head. You, you knocked her off her feet, Austin said. I would like to throw her off the goddamn roof. Don't lose her. Why do we need to keep her around? Right, right. That's what. I, that's why. That's why I asked last episode. We only need the stick. We have to kill her, okay? Right. We, yeah. No, no, no. But throwing her off the roof does not guarantee you kill her because she still has magic. No, that's what I'm saying. Put the stomp on. Oh, okay. And I don't mean the hit Broadway musical. <laughs> we have to bring the funk and the noise. 
We have to rent. Oh, God. We get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We get it, cats. Okay. Shh, we're going to make her one of Les Miserables. All right. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Phantom. Okay. Um, Hamilton. Look. <laughs> okay. Um, if, if Drop is going to um, occupy um, Welch, then I am going to try to get my sword back while he's doing that. That's, I mean, I don't have to, I don't have to like, sit on her to do this. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna like I'm gonna put the punch on hard. Do it. Alright, so drop you run over, join Violet, and then you're just gonna start doing some MMA, like floor strikes on this lady. Hey, I'm gonna make MMA look like uh Wiffle Bat. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, you see, here's the problem, is that I'm obviously gonna get two attacks and each one with uh advantage, and then I'm gonna pop uh Flurry of Blows, so I get two more attacks, each with advantage. So, okay, why don't you roll that? <laughs> roll that, Violet, you run over to get your sword, and there's still a yeah. fight going on over here. Yeah. These archmages are very strong, and they're still firing on your friends. Okay. Um, I'm going to shoot some NPCs real quick. Okay. Okay, so attack one, rolling twice, uh, ten, that's probably a miss. Yes. Attack two comes at a high of thirteen, that's a miss. Mm-hmm. Attack three, Oh. twenty-six is a hit, I'm guessing. Yep. I'd hope so. And then attack four... Uh, 25, I'm also guessing, is probably a hit. Correct. Uh, an Archmage shoots at Hunter. That's going to hit. Um, he is badly singed, but he does not go down. I did 12 damage altogether. All right, so you start walloping on her face. But hags are innately magic. So even though you have taken her very powerful magic item, she is not defenseless. First thing she does is she does a somatic hand gesture and a shimmering shield uh, appears in front of her, much like the one Elias has employed throughout this campaign. Mm-hmm. So she's going to become harder to hit, and she kind of repels you and stands back up, and one of her hands flares with lightning, and she go- is going to start shooting. <laughs> it's a good fail. I botched. Oh she Her hand is, is filled with lightning, and then she extends it at Drop, who just does like the casual head turn. Just like... <laughs> he turns left. He casually dodges this lightning bolt which flies over his shoulder and strikes one of the archmages in the back and that one goes down smoking there's one archmage left who is attacking your friends how close is Vinny to that archmage there are 12 people between you violet you scoop your sword up yeah okay you're gonna start running back oh yeah i, I want to crush this girl okay elias elias will pick up the black amber rapier mm-hmm. and activate blade song but at that, at that point, he's just going to um, begin moving after uh, Welch as well. So, All right. So all the player characters are going after Welch except for Lavinia. At this point, Sheriff K sees that you took one of them down just by putting your hand on him. And uh, Sheriff K basically puts the last Archmage in a headlock and carries <laughs> him over to Lavinia. And he says, right. you got this. Smack a hand on him or her. Yeah. And remove curse. All right. And then this guy goes limp and... Night night. Night night. And then I go, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you guys have Welch thirteen to one and she is unarmed. It's time to kill her. Um just let, let me know when when I can. Well, we're kinda of flipping coin to see who kills her first, I think, is what's happening. I can roll inspiration I can give inspiration to everyone. <laughs> just to make sure. You know, Austin, mm-hmm. if you were interested in fast forwarding some of this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now might be just a montage time. <laughs> just gore everywhere. Just Here's the image. Okay. In one hand, 
Welch is summoning a, a, a magical shield and the other she's harnessing lightning. She looks around, she knows she's outnumbered and she tr- she's trying to fight, right? She shoots lightning at one of you. She blocks one of you. She shoots lightning. She blocks. You guys have her surrounded. You're very fast. You're very strong. And she starts taking blades. Like Violet, you stab her through the back. Cool. Elias, you stab her in the throat. Someone stabs her in the kidney. Someone stabs her in the eye. She's been stabbed like from every direction possible, right? Mm-hmm. Does anybody want to say any cool finishing lines as you guys pin cushion? Yeah, I say, give me back my ghost mom. Episode episode 97, we have finally broke Austin with the invocation of ghost mom. (laughs) Give me back my ghost mom! Right. That has been established. She turns, a human pincushion bleeding from a thousand holes... And gurgles out to you, what? <laughs> Stab her with the horn staff. <laughs> you you know. All right, look, if she, if she doesn't give me back my ghost mom, then I'm going to rip her in half like a Hulkamania t-shirt. Stab her with your horn. Yeah, I mean, if, if, like, if she's not, if she's not going to do what I want her to do, um, then I'm, I'm going to, like, put my, uh, unicorn horn through her eyeball and that'll be it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, it's over. So leaving your rainbow sword in her back, you pick up Alona's Bane and ram it through her. Yep. She is officially more wound than person. (laughs) Yep. And then there is an explosion of change. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Like coins. Everybody, dexterity save 14. Could I have invoked Second Wind to get some hit points back just to be safe before this thing kicks off? Oh, you have Second Wind as a fighter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 100%. Would I be able to use my wholeness of bod? Mm-hmm. Because I got a whole bod. Yeah. I know. It's a nice bod. All right. Pretty good. All right. I don't have any magic spells, so I'm, I'm kind of sunk here. It's not really a magic spell, though. I just got a rocket bod, Leon. <laughs> okay. All right, dexterity <laughs> save, 14. 21! 24. 16. Still good. I crit <gasps> failed, but, but, but. Come on, I get Leon. Two. Come on, get... come on. Woo! Good thing I remembered the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I read the player handbook recently, so I know all my rules now. So everybody saves? Yeah. Yeah, looks like. Yeah. Nice. What happens from your guys' perspective is you are stabbing a woman into bloody chunks when she becomes. I'm not stabbing. I'm cleaning my knuckles off at this point in time. What are those glass balls with uh, that you put your hand on and the lightning goes to your fingers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. those thingies? Plasma. Spencer's gift. Plasma balls. Yeah, plasma balls. She becomes one of those from your perspective, and you are all electrocuted. You're all going to take half damage. Okay. So you all take five. Oof. Okay. I'm still at 31, so. As lightning shoots from her in, from her to all of you okay. and blasts you all back, and you are all looking at Something you weren't expecting, which is oh. a giant pair of iron gates, ten stories high behind her, slowly swinging open oh. as she stands to her feet. And from every hole you stabbed her, lightning pours out as if she had just traded her blood for lightning. Oh, God damn it! And she says, I was so close. Drop says, in my experience, that stuff runs out eventually. Everybody run. (laughs) You all are going to start running? I mean, we're on a roof, so we can run as far as we can without, you know, falling over. Do the the iron gates look like they go somewhere? 
Oh yes, it looks like it looks as if a portal is opening, but you guys have seen a number of portals throughout your journey. Sometimes they've taken different forms. The portal to the plane of earth was just a simple door. Mm-hmm. The portal to hell was a flaming pit uh, farther than anybody could even see to the end of. This portal appears to be taking the form of a 10-story pair of iron gates that is opening. Am I able to retrieve Alona's Bane, or did that get, like, zapped or something? I just want to make sure I know where everything is. It is sticking out of her chest. I take it. I want it. All right, so you're going to run up and just yank it out? It's mine. All right. So you do that and you are electrocuted. That's fine. I want it. All right. You take 12 damage. I'm okay with that. There's no chance of dodging. You just put your hand on it and electricity runs yep. through you as you pull it out. And from the wound, which is left, pours more lightning. Uh, she is just a, a creature of energy at this point, And she is she is looking very dangerous. Can I can I roll Arcana to try to intuit what might she what she might have become at this moment? Mm-hmm. 14. 14 is not bad. That's above average. You think that you mortally wounded her. Made a deal. And she took a trip to your guys' best friend, Zavala, and she traded part of her body for her heart's deepest desire and something from his plane to replace what was lost. And as you are pondering the exact specifications of that deal, because you know the body part gets replaced, and in this, in this instance it was blood for lightning. <laughs> There's a second part, which is she gets her heart's deepest desire. And as you say to yourself, I wonder what that was, uh, two figures walk out of the iron gates, which have finally finished opening, and they are two more hags. Yep, I figured, okay. Um... And they say, sister. How far away am I from her? You guys are like in a semicircle around them. Can I reach Welch? Yeah, get electrocuted to touch her, I think. I have a lot of HP. Okay. Okay, so you're going to run towards these three hags, one of which is 80% lightning, and try to... <laughs> I want my dad to throw me at Welch. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to land a hand on her and remove curse. Oh my oh, goodness gosh. gracious. If he throws me at her, I will touch her then. This is very brave and very scary. <laughs> I just want to be clear. If this works... You end it, and you guys win. If you lose, they all three of them shoot you, and Lavinia dies. I'm willing to take that chance, and I have a song. <laughs> this is fucking hardcore for the let's hug everybody! <laughs> what, what, is, what is the check for this? I, I, <laughs> okay, so Lavinia, you tell your dad your plan with message. Yeah. So it's all, it's all mental. Mm. What you're going to need to do is make a persuasion check. Because while he does trust you, he is not going to endanger your life unless you absolutely put your entire heart into this. <sighs> okay. I know it's scary, Dad, and I know you don't want anything to happen to me. But if we don't do this, something's going to happen to me. We're all going to die, and we won't be able to go back and see Dad. And I think this is our only chance. I rolled a 23. Shit. <laughs> He's doing it. Come on. I was going to say, actually, you get advantage. <laughs> but <laughs> that would have been bad, so. <laughs> 23. You get a message response mentally, which just is, I trust you. Nice. Might I throw a suggestion your way, Lauren? Uh-huh. You should invoke flashbacks to when he's picking you up and throwing you up in the air as a little girl. Oh. As if Aww. he was just sort of playing a little game like that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Call back to that. Yeah. Swinging, swinging on the tree. Yeah. 
and a rope swing from the tree. It's so sad. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's better at work or else it's going to be tragic. <laughs> Furthermore, it would be a fun, I, fun notion of invoking memories of your original self, thus tying uh, you being his real daughter even further. So that's, oh. that's my editorial input. Well, just everything's Gitch said, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you already said it. <laughs> I, can, I can almost hear the rictus on Austin's face right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful and you guys are good at this Lavinia what do you do Lavinia as she gets picked up and thrown with tears in her eyes because she's scared sings I'm picking up bad vibrations she's using her incantations <laughs> and I slap my hand on Welch's face as I hit her and remove curse as you fly through the air, the two sisters turn and they attempt to throw magic at you. They throw balls of like pure darkness at oh, you. God. But with uh, Sheriff K's throw and your over 20 roll, they miss. You totally surprise them. They had no idea this was coming. And you fly between them with glowing hand outstretched and you slap it onto her face. And Welch says, I always knew you were a bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sucks to suck. Damn straight, Vinny. <laughs> and the light goes out in her eyes, and she collapses backwards with a, a backfire of sparks that shoot out of her wounds and suddenly become blood in midair. And behind her, the iron gates begin to close, and the sisters throw themselves to the ground, trying to scratch at the surface of the roof to try to gain purchase as they are sucked back into the afterlife. You guys don't know which one. But uh, it appears some invisible force is dragging them back, but they can't grab. The roof is just flat metal and there's nothing to grab onto. And they throw a couple more of these these balls of pure darkness that you assume that would be very dangerous and deadly to get hit by. They look like very powerful evil magic, but they're just throwing them wildly, desperately, and they are sucked back in. The gates close and then without ceremony, they're simply gone before your eyes. Drop is okay with that. Yeah, we're... that was probably the most important touchdown pass that the Spirit Cult has ever pulled in their uh, professional <laughs> football careers. There, I feel like Kay is like, yes, we're gonna get so many followers. Now we got to go for the extra point though to take the lead. That was a clinch right there. Uh, there's a moment where everything is like silent, and you guys are all just like, I can't believe we pulled that off. And then Drop says, "Ow!" <laughs> that, and then you guys also become more aware of the sound of the city going ballistic because someone just yeah. crashed an airship into their capital. <laughs> Elliot's just sort of stammers. We we need to to wake up the arts mages promptly and let them know what just happened. Yeah, Drop's not good with people, so he checks the singed one first <laughs> to be like, "Is he dead?" Because then maybe I don't have to deal with him. All the medically inclined characters are going to go and make sure the Archmages are okay. Meanwhile, Professor Chance, who did not help in that fight, and in fact basically stayed back. And I actually didn't even have him cast the planar binding because everything happened so fast. It wasn't even necessary. Welch never even got around to it because Violet acted so quickly, just snatching it out of her hands. But he floats over to Violet and says, uh, like, you got it. Hand it over. Not yet. Violet kind of looks and looks like... Why? Because I have to cast the spell on it so that we can go to the Zavala. I've been practicing all week. Professor, please, can we can we can we just make sure that everything's in order here before we we leave? We just a few minutes time. I know a few minutes is like I I know it. 
I, I, I know. Violet just says, don't break it. I'm going to roll medicine, just in case. Nine. I know what's going on. Uh, you know that these guys are going to need a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, their minds were totally uh, taken over, and then one of them was shot in the back. Yep. Violet, Violet hands it over. She's just like, you know, that, that's kind of me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Professor Chance takes Alona's Bane, looks it over, and then raises a hand, and you see in the, his palm a glowing blue magical sigil made up of arcane runes that you don't understand and he he places that palm onto the staff and it glows he looks it over and says that should do it uh the next thing it touches from a foreign plane should open a portal there uh unfortunately uh some of that foreign material is part of people and they will become portal instead of people so uh, I think you're just finding out about this now, Violet, but other people already know. I'm going to hang out over here, and he floats away. <laughs> Abdicating all responsibility! <laughs> Violet, Violet, Violet looks really confused and says, what? What do we have to do? Uh, uh, Violet, Violet, yeah, Violet, it has to touch something that came from Zavala. Oh. Really? Yes. Dr- drop wanders over. Yeah. While everyone else is huddling, because apparently nobody said anything to Vinny, she's going to be bandaging Hunter up and stuff. Hunter says, did I do good? Oh, you did so good. Thank you. I got electrified. How was that? Bad. (laughs) Drop approaches Sheriff K and goes, um... Can I have the coat back, please? <laughs> Kay takes it off, but it ta- it, it is not a simple process. He basically has to get a shoehorn. It's like on there. I, you know, like I try and I try and help him. With <laughs> yeah, it. I'm like, yeah, okay, all right. Just for comedic flavor, though, it's like Chris Farley in that coat in Tommy Boy. Oh, geez, I have a thing that could be happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Job mm-hmm. has been directed to fly to the library and effectively get into the library. To see if he if it can find Elias's dad. Okay. Yeah. Basically, just so he can at least make contact with his father in some form uh, before before moving on. So. Yes. Violet is like, wait, who? So who's it have to touch? It, it just has to touch something that came from Zavala. So. Okay. The 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 plan that Professor Chance proposed was to use Lita to do it. Oh. Oh. I don't know if this would count. Do, I mean, don't I technically come from Zavala? Yes, but... Couldn't I put a bunch of my leaves in a pile? <laughs> and then nobody would have to die? Vinny, I, th- I think I think it's a <laughs> Don't question, whole, but, you know. I think it's a whole unit. Like, I think I think that it's it means that, that all of you like we saw uh, Welch's lightning bolts just oh, become blood, right? So if it's if it's you, it has to be the whole thing. Okay, it's all of you. Once the leaves are taken off Lavinia's head, they're just leaves. Ah. Uh, Hunter tugs at your hem, Lavinia, as you're like, "What about this leaf idea?" And he's like, "What's going on? Help! Explain." Um, we're trying something that comes from. The plane that the guy's from, we need something from that plane, because we have to touch it with the staff to go to that plane so we can go to him. It concept, I don't know. It's really complicated, (laughs) but that's the gist of it. As you're explaining this, like, Lita's looking very sheepish. Her 
dragon helmet is gone and so she's just standing there kind of exposed and standing awkwardly like behind joan who doesn't really know what to do and you guys kind of see that but then when you finish your explanation Vinny, uh hunter sticks his tongue out at you why are you sticking your tongue out at me all right he says i help 17 um basically it's like investigation when hunter kind of shows his tongue yeah uh the kuatoa made a deal with Zavala for their gods. Right. And what they gave up was their tongues. And they all have black tongues, which kind of ooze. And you guys have seen this uh, far back as Mykonos when there was the um, kind of destitute ones. Right. Right. But then you wouldn't have a tongue. You'd still be alive, right? No, no, Vinny. No. No, Vinny. When it touches the thing from Zavala, it consumes the entirety of the person. Because Zavala's influence influences the entirety of the person, not just the appendage that is outward facing. So whomever is used to make the connection is dead because they're converted into the material component necessary for the spell to work. This is very sad, but we have to make a decision right away. What do you Hunter, do you... Uh, I just, I thought maybe after you'd come live with me and my family. I don't know. Hunter says... You're very nice, but I want to help Mother. This will save her, right? You said that we were going to save her. Okay. I love Mother, and I want to help her. And you want to help, and I love you, and I want to help you. And this helps everybody. Drop, who doesn't understand Kubatoa language, gives gives Hunter the finger guns. <laughs> he has, like, fins that don't really do guns super well, but he tries to mimic you, and it's very cute. Okay, Hunter. That's probably the best idea. Probably the best choice. I'm very proud of you. You're a very brave little fish. He sees that you're, like, tearing up, and he says, Did I do something wrong? No, I'm just gonna miss you. I'm just gonna go be with Mother. And you're gonna be with all your friends. We'll all we'll both be with people who love us. I know. <laughs> but I'm just gonna miss you, okay? It's fine. Thank you. I'm going to hug him. I'm going to miss you, too. <laughs> You're squeezing him. <laughs> and he's like, does anybody want to do anything during this hug? Look, Elise is just going to pat uh, Vinny's shoulder in a comforting manner and close his eyes, which allows him to sort of see through Job's eyes um, from within the library. When you switch your view to Job, you see him flying through the streets of Mithrimdane, which are... Riot is a strong word, but everyone is out and... Disorder. It's bad. It's about to become very bad, but uh, Job turns his head and you see he's being followed by a sort of middle-aged Eladrin who is jogging after this bird, his spectacles slipping down his nose as he tries to keep up with it. And Job keeps like nipping at him to be like, follow me, follow me. And you see uh, from Job's perspective, the Autumn Palace in the distance as they are about to reach it, but it is mobbed by people who are coming out to see the the spectacle. Drop turns to Shayathane, and with one hand, kind of like does a low thumbs up, and with the other hand, kind of does one of these like hand-in-the-air shrugs. <laughs> and it's like, I guess? I I think we did it, Goodwood. He says, I I guess? <laughs> <laughs> it's been It's been so long since I felt happy. It's weird. Is this is this how you feel all the time hanging out with your friends? No. <laughs> oh. 
of them dropped me off a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Behind you, Kay just rolls his eyes. Elias sort of like opens his eyes and looks over to his mom and his mother says, Mother, a father is outside the palace right now amongst the mob. What are you, what are you doing, Elias? I don't know if I'm going to be coming back after this if we fail. We're not going to fail, Elias. You see, we just stomped her. We're, we got this. I, I know. I just, I just want to make sure he knows that I was able to get back here, get back home for a brief moment for now at least. Sildiel, who still seemed kind of fired up about the battle, sees your worry and all the things that are kind of eating you up inside, and her face softens, and she pulls you into a hug, and she says, It's okay, Elias. It's okay. Everything's going to be fine. You, you don't have to come with us if you don't want, Mother, but I'm fairly certain that you're not going to refuse the chance. <sighs> if I stay behind and explain... There might still be some place for you to come home to. If we leave this destruction in our wake and then leave, it might look like we're fleeing. It might be best for you to to stay and explain what's happened. You're the only one amongst that they'll even listen to, probably. That's true. Do you think that's what's best? I don't know if it's best. I don't know if it's best. But I don't know what I'd think of myself if I allowed the both of us to end up falling into peril through this whole thing. At least just for size and has like his second sort of like real personal faith sort of moment and sort of is lo- a bit lost in thought as he isn't even sure how to finish his sentence at this point. Um, We've talked just a little bit about Eladrin faith before about Corellin and Sanin yeah. that represent the sun and the moon and the way in which the Feywild is this land of kind of intense uh, feeling and nature and magic and I think at this point, standing there at this incredible emotional threshold, Elias is intimately aware of the warmth of the sun on this roof. And you feel the touch of the breeze in a way that you normally don't. It's just, it feels deliberate in this moment. You feel a shiver run through you as the Wild itself seems to reach out and reassure you. And there's just something in this moment that is spiritual for Elias. And mm-hmm. it, it's not something that can easily be put into words. But there's no doubt to him that the gods are smiling on him right now. And Sildiel just nods to him and walks over to the edge and looks out into the crowd and starts looking for Dierta. And uh, as a little flourish up, Pjobel actually use press of dissertation while on Dierta's head to sort of flash a little beacon to indicate where he is. Oh, that's sweet. You guys see each other, and you all wave, and there's a, a family moment of Dierta down in the crowd, just beside himself with worry, just waving his arms while a, a spiritual bird <laughs> is perched on his head, and Sildiel's just waving, like, calm, cool, collected, running this shit. <laughs> just, just very at peace with the choices you guys have made, and just really the kind of person Elias has turned out to be. Drop drop says to Sildiel, you got a real nice home dimension here, (laughs) ma'am. I'm going to keep the coat for just a little while longer (laughs) until, you know, if if that's okay. (laughs) I've seen you punch. I don't think I can take it from you if I wanted to. (laughs) She laughs. At at this point, Job has been able to fly back to land on Elias' shoulder, and Elias looks to Sildiel and says, I will be back, mother. 
She says, I know. We'll be here when you get back. And she sits down on the edge of the Palace of Autumn and begins waiting as uh, the city rallies its very sparingly used guard (laughs) to begin sieging the building um, because nobody really does stuff like this here. (laughs) (laughs) Until now. So they've kind of had to review all their protocols, figure out whose job it is to stop this and then load them up. And they're going to come up here, mm-hmm. find CLDL sitting alone and then drag her off to be, you know, a bunch of hearings and stuff. But you think she should be safe for when you get back. And so she begins waiting. And she looks at the other says, I, I guess, I guess it's time. So you guys all gather on the roof together around Hunter, who's looking a little confused about all of the attention he's suddenly getting. Usually people just kind of let him be, but everyone's like very about Hunter right now. And he's, he's, he's not sure how he's supposed to be taking it. He doesn't have the same view of death that you guys do. It's to him. He's about to go on a pretty cool adventure to see someone he respects and loves. Drop shrugs. (laughs) Oh yeah. I guess drop drops. Drop has the closest perspective (laughs) to the Kuatoa. Make of that what you will. He's like, eh, whatever. Have a good trip, little man. Mm-hmm. He fist bumps you. Cool. Nice. Nice. Vinny's going to grab uh, both of Hunter's hands mm-hmm. and say, I'm very proud of you. You're very brave. And if I make it out, I'll make sure that all the Kuatoa know what you did for them and mother. And then I'm going to kiss him on the forehead. Cool. <laughs> he says, I'm going to be a hero? You're going to be the most hero. Yay! People love heroes. <laughs> Everyone's gonna love you, Hunter. That's all I wanted. I know. See? Isn't that great? Yeah, it's pretty great. Thank you. Yeah. You've all been great. Everybody's just gonna cry a lot. Violet, you have alone as Bane. Alright, Violet sort of, like, hesitantly does the thing, like, touches it very gently onto, uh... Like, unite him! Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. In fact, that sounds actually better. Let's let's say that. So you knight Hunter the Kuotoa <laughs> on his shoulders with Elena's bane, and then give his tongue a little bap <laughs> with the edge of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. As soon as you tap his tongue with Elena's bane, something deeply strange <laughs> happens oh, to all of you. Oh no! We've discussed the planes before as being reflections and mirrors. Uh, Another way to think of them is layers. Mm -hmm. The way that Zavala opens portals has been described as punching holes before. And I think that's very apt if you think of the planes as existing like sheets of paper kind of overlapping. And of course, they're arranged also in a wheel, but, you know, dimensions are different here. And you know that abstractly, but you've never experienced it before. And In the sphere around Hunter, as you guys open this portal, you all experience firsthand the way that the dimensions of the world are structured, and nothing could have ever prepared you for it. It's as if you see the world from every angle at once. You have both every and no perspective simultaneously. You see the world upside down, you see it inside out, you see it above you, below you, inside you, outside of you. It's as if you're, you've lived your entire life on the surface of one sheet of paper, and now you're holding the entire stack and flipping through it like a flip book. And you are simultaneously everywhere 
and still in the same exact spot you were standing. And when this all ends, you are on the roof of the Palace of Autumn, but you are not in the same dimension. Mm. What it looks like to you, and it's it's clearly a limitation of your ability to perceive what is happening, but the way it looks to you is that you were in a photonegative mm. of the Feywild. So everything that is dark is light. Everything that's up is down. <laughs> everything that was one way now feels like the same thing but reversed and i think that is pretty apt for being on the spoke of the wheel of sacrifice that now intersects the planes of this universe where every deal has two sides the thing you give and the thing you get it's two halves balanced and you were on one half and now you are on the other you guys did we just kill the whole Kuatoa race? <laughs> Violet genuinely does not know. Because they all made a deal, and it just occurs to me now that if the whole Zavala thing... Ooh. I guess we'll find out if we get back. I just want to clarify, because I don't want that to hang unanswered. The Kuatoa are joined by a subconscious, but obviously, like, individuals die and experience things, and it doesn't ripple throughout the rest of them. And um, unlike most of the deals that you guys have witnessed, the Kuatoa weren't physically on death's door. They were spiritually so. Um, we've discussed before that you guys don't really 100% understand the trigger of Zavala. And so while... Um, most of the people you've encountered, if you used Remove Curse, they would die. That, that's what happened with Welch. That's what would have happened with Lita. That's what would have happened with Sherry. But it's not what happened to Joan. It's not what would have happened to Hunter. So Hunter is, Hunter is dead physically. When you touched him, he was like dematerialized. But didn't really he touch us more? Stop it! <laughs> from, from him the was the source of this kind of plane shift that washed over you guys. So you guys are in this photo negative on the roof of the palace of autumn but nothing outside of the circle this kind of radius around hunter when he was touched has gone with so you can look and you, you see where sildiel is sitting and she's not there and you don't hear the sound of the city it's like eerily dead quiet like unnervingly so and there's no you do not feel the breeze you don't feel the warmth of the sun you just feel like an absence of physicality that is like deeply startling i want violet to say something I want her to scream, Billy, come at me, bro. So as Violet shouts a challenge to the sky, her words echo into nothingness and silence hangs overhead again. And just as you guys are starting to look around, wondering what you're going to do, you all, all 11 of you who are here now, hear a voice from behind you as if it has its lips pressed to the back of your head almost. And it is a voice both young and old, male and female, high and low, and it says, Drop Goodwood, Violet Skittles Unicorn, Elias Valamin, Lavinia Bird, Friends. How are you? Vi Violet says, I beat you last time, and I'll beat you this time. Suck my butt, Billy. <laughs> Vinny Blubbers. Oh, <laughs> I think this is going to be fun. Suck my butt. <laughs> I set my sail Fly the wind it will take me 
back to my home, sweet home. Lie on my back, clouds are making way for me. I'm coming home, sweet home. I see your star. Music, including Tears and Rain, an arrangement of Seattle from Deus Ex Invisible War, Dream Eater Mix, an arrangement of Lavender Town theme from Pokemon, and Akid Pella, an arrangement of Setting Sail Coming Home from Bastion. Executive producers for Daisunk for the month of February 2017 are Kirsten Haslinger, Extellaris, Joseph Timbrello, Andrew Grothen, Jade, The Church of Gorfanax, Arjun de Koning, Allison Ansel, Tarka, Luke Powers, Michael Goodell, Brent, Just a Jester, John Potts, Kevin Dobbins, Sevarden Akrosimova, Carl, Brady Warner, Kitty Foe, James Neely, Eugene T, Marissa Donaldson, Melanie Joe, Lana Seawolf, Toby Gleason Stack, Ruby Offer, Emmanuel Garcia, Sarah Hanley, Melissa Booker, Cameron Avis, Dylan, Anna Stulfar, Sean, the host of Funk Dunk, Giorgio Renna, Harrison Andrew, Christopher Charlo, Jorit, Cody Jackson, August Rue, Athos, Ingmar Gremmen, and Paul Mullen. If you want to help support the show, you can join this list at patreon.com slash austinyorski, or you could help support Leon at patreon.com slash renegadecut. If you want to help indirectly, you can always find us on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, or YouTube and like, subscribe, or leave a comment. We just want to thank everybody out there for all your support as we near the end game of Season 2, so remember to begin preparing your questions for the postmortem, which we will record the week after the finale. You'll be able to send those questions to me at twitter.com slash or you can post them in the fan forums at thefunkyshack.boards.net. Just be warned that that place is very horny and not safe for work. <laughs>